Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. This is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with The Master Key. Uh, Wow, this is our first Saturday uh, joining with you, being with you, and uh, we're excited about it. Uh, This is the Saturday that is set aside that we will uh, share concerning intercession, uh, warfare. Uh, This is the hour that we set aside to uh, pray for you and war for you and battle for you. And also, this is our first Saturday that we are going to um, be speaking into those uh, who call in or log in or chat uh, with us. I hope this chat work. Um, we do see um, some has already begun to log in uh, into the chat, and um, uh, we'll be speaking uh, prophetic. Uh, lead into your life. We have uh, um, several people that um, are going to be a part of our team today and uh, will be speaking into uh, your life. So this is our call-in number. We have um, uh, our regular call-in number. is area code 347 That's the regular call-in number. You want to call in and just be a part of the uh, um uh, part of us this morning and uh, well, this afternoon. Uh, this mo- uh, this afternoon, you can do that if you want to call in and ask a question, and that is a one eight hundred number. That's eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. That is one eight hundred. If you want to call in, you have a question concerning anything, and uh, if you desire for us to speak into your life. Uh, prophetically, we will have a uh, uh, set up a system on the website on uh, next week before Saturday uh, that you uh, can fill us information so we can have that ready in advance so we can be more organized and so we can um, go ahead and assign people uh, that is going through our prophetic training and uh, we know that they what kind of flow that they have. And so we will be assigning you to those individuals as well as of the prophets that um, uh, we have uh, been a part of them. They've been a part of us. We've seen their flow, and uh, we're going to be having them to join us as well and um, speaking into your life. If there's ever been a time that we need uh, some answers from God, we need directions from God, instructions from God, uh, this is the time, and I really believe that there's men and women uh, on a global level that uh, God has been preparing. He's raising up uh, that will flow supernaturally in a way, in a dimension uh, that you have not seen before. So uh, this is not the time to get discouraged. All you need is one word from God. Uh, it's the capacity and the power to change your life, to change your destiny. Uh, we just had a guest speaker here on Sunday. Uh, which is our covering, and uh, he spoke some things uh, and confirmed some things when he spoke prophetically 
uh, over Captain Myself Life, Bishop Bill Hammond, uh, which is recognized as a national and international leader. Uh, have churches literally uh, on a global level all over this world that is a part of uh, the uh, ministry that he oversees, Christian International Network uh, of um, Apostolic and Prophetic uh, Ministry. So uh, 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 the word of the Lord was spoken to us, a word from God. When heaven speaks a word, uh, everything in the earth has to divinely align. Uh, that's what a prophetic word uh, that is spoken of your life from a prophet or a company of prophetic voices that is submitted to a senior leader uh, that gives them a right to be able to speak into your life, a right to be able to uh, break through on the behalf of heaven for you. Uh, let me give you uh, a foundation of scripture I want to share on intercession. Uh, but the moment that I uh, 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 someone texts in your name, address, city, state, zip, uh, 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 phone number, email address, uh, so we can uh, uh, assign someone to you, your prophetic word will be recorded, and it will be sent to you uh, by way of email uh, or by way of hard copy, a CD disc. We will get that out in the mail to you. So uh, uh, those of you um, that is um, uh, here this morning, you need prayer. Uh, we don't pray just to pray. We pray for you to experience breakthrough. It's a difference in prayer and prophetic prayer. Uh, prophetic prayer is praying over you the heart of the mind of God. And so these company of prophetic voices uh, will do that. I will be praying with you uh, uh, um, this morning. If uh, we get uh, interdated, then I'll be uh, transferring some of the responsibility over to some of the uh, prophetic voices uh, that will be speaking into your life. Now, if we do ha don't have a whole lot of traffic today uh, because this is our first Saturday. Uh, then we would do an hour. If we have a whole lot of traffic, a lot of traffic, then we would do the two hours. And um, it depends on how it flows. Uh, and as we continue to gain momentum, uh, then we would most likely do this with a company of prophetic voices, uh, sort of like a round table. And we will be dialoguing together concerning uh, uh, intercession, warfare, and the prophetic. That's every Saturday every Saturday at 12 noon to 1 or 2, depending on the volume uh, um, that we get. Um, the word, uh, the scripture, the foundation scripture I want to give you this morning, uh, I'm keep saying morning, is 12 noon, is uh, Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 30. I'll be reading this out of the New King James Version. Notice what it says, if you will. It said, I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on the behalf on behalf of the land. Now, notice what it says now. I sought for a man among them who will make a wall. Now, he's not talking about a physical wall here, a natural wall. He's talking about a... A, a wall of protection. And so how can a person build a spiritual wall of protection?
It is through prayer. It is through and prayer just not just praying, but praying the will of heaven, praying the mind of heaven, praying the heart of heaven. God need a man on earth to join in cooperation with him who is in heaven. That's the essence of intercession. That is the essence of warfare. And there is a, there is a distinction between warfare and intercession. The warfare is just what it is. It's warfare. What you're doing, you are, uh, you're conquering. You're uh, battling. You are warring in the realm of the spirit. For what purpose? To reclaim, to regain, or to gain territory. It is to gain, reclaim, uh, or repossess what was stolen or lost. But always understand, it is never for you, but it's always on the behalf of the one that sends you into battle. And this is where people make mistakes. They pray out of their feelings. They pray out of their emotions. They war out of their feelings, and they war out of their emotions. But they're not warring from a clear word from heaven. Well, let's look in. in I'm going to continue to read here, but let's give you an illustration. Uh, when God uh, spoke and told Elijah to prophesy and commanded, uh, well, he didn't say prophesy, but commanded, that's a form of prayer, command the heavens to be shut up, that it rain not. Elijah received a word from heaven, but Elijah lives on earth, but is connected to heaven. He's a man of God. He's a man that is on earth, but that belongs to God in heaven. The same God that created the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Since God created the heavens and the earth, then he is uh, the authority of the heavens and the earth. So whatever he desires to happen in the earth, he needs to find a man that would agree with him, speak it out of his mouth for God to have a legal right to come to the earth and perform it. That's how intercession, warfare, and prayer operates. So when God spoke to him and said, I want you to speak to the heavens and command the heavens to be closed for three and a half years. It will not rain for three and a half years. So the man of God spoke and commanded the heavens to be closed. God uh, uh, backed the word up and sealed the heavens. The same God that created the rain, the ability to rain, the capacity to rain, he caused it to be closed up. And after the three and a half year time period was up, God said, now I want you to go to Mount Karma and pray, command it to rain. And so the same God that closed the heavens up through the declaration of the man of God is the same God that opened the heavens up by the same declaration of the man of God. So intercession is uh, uh, a man coming in agreement with God's will concerning the earth, concerning circumstances, concerning situations, concerning men and women's destiny and men and women's lives. So if we begin to understand that, then uh, uh, we, we can be raised up as intercessors. But notice what the scripture says, he has sought for a man among them who would make a wall 
and stand in the gap before me, before me on behalf of the land or on behalf of a person or on the behalf of a church or on the behalf of a regent or on the behalf of a business. He said that I should not destroy it, but I found none. I found none. Now, that's very important that we understand that. You mean to tell me, God, that out of all the children of Israel, you could not find not one man that qualified to stand in the gap and make up a hedge for you on the behalf of you so you destroy not? So notice this here. He, don't, he didn't want to destroy. He didn't want to destroy but 30 verse 31 says, Therefore I have found, I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord God. So you mean to tell me that God would not have done this if he found someone that would have built up a wall around the land, stood in the gap, before God on the behalf of the land to stop God from pouring out his indignation, stop God from pouring out his wrath on the land, it could have been spared. Ladies and gentlemen, are you hearing the word of the Lord here? Are you hearing the power of a man and woman that qualifies to be an intercessor? We got a lot of people praying intercessory prayer. We got a lot of people is uh, uh, um, being a part of an intercessory ministry, but according to this right here, do they qualify? And if they qualify, do they understand how to qualify? What would qualify a man, a woman, to be an intercessor, to be a warrior, to stand in the gap on the behalf of God for the land? That he destroyed not the land. Well, let, let, before I go into that, then let's ask this question here. We have seen a lot of destruction lately in the land. We've seen New Orleans uh, challenged many times. South Florida uh, 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 has been destroyed. Uh, South Miami uh, with Hurricane Andrew. Katrina, we know, just devastated uh, New Orleans. Uh, we see seen tsunamis. We have seen um, earthquakes. Uh, well, we've seen tornadoes that have destroyed lands. So this should be telling us something about us and the church. So if there is destruction that is taking place in the land, is it possible that there is men and women? And matter of fact, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Was there churches in these areas where destruction took place? God help us. If there was churches, and yeah, there's churches down South Miami, churches in New Orleans, I'm sure there were churches where there were tsunamis, uh, earthquakes, uh, tornadoes. Well, was there anyone that was able to stop, that qualified to stop? The destruction, the stops, the stop, the deaths. The Bible says Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now notice now why did God 
recompense evil, uh, recompense is not evil, the deeds uh, uh, of the the sins that the people committed on their own heads. Why did he do it? Because there was nobody to stand in the gap. There was nobody that qualified. There was no one that uh, was able to stand before God on the behalf of the land and say, God, you cannot destroy this land. God, this land belongs to you. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So what qualifies? Uh, 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 Before I go on, now if you uh, are online and you desire prophetic presbytery, uh, someone is speaking in your life, you will have to... uh, um, uh, go in the chat or call in, and we will get your information. Uh, uh, but you, when you chat, just leave your name and your personal information phone, and we'll have somebody to call you, and uh, we will speak in your life. Uh, but anyway, we go ahead and uh, want to re- re- uh, reiterate that as we get people constantly coming on. Uh, we must reiterate, no, reiterate, <laughs> but going back to the word here, that uh, uh, there mean, that means then there is a capacity to stop destruction. Now we know Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now here we say God, God says here in His own word that He got to judge sin, so He's going to recompense the deeds of the sins of the people on their own head, and He will destroy the land. Notice. Usually what is affected by the sins of the people is always the land. Famine, pestilence, there's always something that's going to happen to the land as a result of our sin. Now, notice everything for survival comes from the land. If God destroy the ocean or God destroy the streams, the fresh water, if God destroy the the earth where it cannot yield strength to bring forth crops, the land is what affected. Our very life is sustained by what comes from the land. And so, therefore, oil for your vehicles from the land. Everything comes from the land. So every time that uh, a nation sins, turn their back on God, the land is always affected. When the land is affected, the people is affected. So he said, I got to destroy because I found no one to stand in the gap, build up the hedge, so I destroy not. Now, we know God has always had great men of God, women of God, prophets of God. Now, we see and make this relevant to our day and time. We got people fasting and praying, fasting and praying, but there's still destruction in the land. Sometimes, because we don't understand the reality of Calvary, that is the key to the success of intercession. And another key to intercession is order. Have you been assigned to pray what you pray? Are you just praying under your emotions? Are you praying under your feelings? By what authority are you interceding? By what authority are you battling? Because if there's if you're battling and not you and you're not battling from a position of authority, then all of your prayers is in vain. 
Heaven cannot be moved or stopped. Demonic forces cannot be stopped because I'm praying and I'm warring illegally. It got to be something to this, ladies and gentlemen. It got to be something to this, and we got to understand it and comprehend it. Let me read you another translation, if you will, of this same particular uh, verse in the New uh, Living Bible. I thought this was uh, a very interesting uh, uh, quotation, if I can find it here. Um, I'm using my, my iPad, and that is one of the major problems with technology. Uh, the, uh, is the um, uh, is is dependent on the airways, but notice what it says here. I found it came up. I look for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness. That they might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I thought that's a powerful uh, 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 statement uh, translation, and that is the key. You remember when Satan wanted to come, and uh, well, he didn't want to come, but God initiated a conversation with Satan concerning Job. Do you desire my servant Job, that there is none like him, who are true as evil? He said, well, listen, Job ain't serving you for nothing. you got a head of protection around him, number one, and you don't bless them, number two. Who wouldn't serve you to have a head of protection around them? Who wouldn't serve you that you bless them, the work the work of their hands? He's the richest man in the East. He ain't serving you for nothing. And But notice he said he had a, a hedge of protection around him. That hedge of protection had to be a hedge of protection of righteousness. It had to be a wall of righteousness around Job because Satan is the epitome of evil. And so, therefore, evil cannot penetrate righteousness. So, so notice what the scripture says. I look for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land, that guards the land, that guards the land, that guards the land. So, therefore, shouldn't intercessors, apostles, and prophets, and evangelists, and pastors, and teachers, should we not be intercessors? Should not we be men and women? that is building up walls of righteousness around our community, around our city, around our regions, around our churches, that the enemy cannot come in nor God destroy because he has to judge sin. And so, therefore, we understand that the enemy perpetrates our uh, ignorance. So my people is destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Is it possible that New Orleans could have been spared? Is it possible that South Florida, uh, uh, 20-some years ago, uh, Hurricane Andrew, is it possible that South Florida uh, could have been spared from Hurricane Andrew that flattened everything uh, uh, in South Florida? Could she have been spared? And if she could have been spared, how? How could she have been spared? Because it was devastating. I mean, it was like a bomb went off and, and, and just flattened almost everything. And all of us seen on the news what took place in New Orleans. So was there any 
uh, churches, uh, men and women in the South of righteousness that could have stopped uh, the destruction of a Hurricane Andrew? Was there anyone that could have stopped, uh, uh, I just named the other hurricane, Katrina, the, uh, um, that devastation that took place in Japan with the uh, meltdown of that nuclear uh, uh, reactor there? Could anybody have stopped that destruction of that and lives was destroyed? That tsunami, I think, took place in Japan also. Or no, uh, I think it was uh, somewhere in Asia, and thousands of people died. Was there not a wall of righteousness? A righteousness, the wall was destroyed because sin was more prevalent in the land. This should help you and I understand something, especially all of us that's called to the ministry as well. Apostles, prophets, and pastors, and teachers, and mediators on the behalf of heaven, on the behalf of our King. God is not in destruction business, but God has to judge sin. As a matter of fact, if you really think about it, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus has already conquered sin. And this is what makes you and I qualify today to be able to battle the war on the behalf of the land and build up walls of righteousness because of the reality of Calvary's cross. So therefore, now uh, what the enemy does, God sought for man to stand in the gap and built up the hedge, but he found none. So that means there was nobody that qualified to build up a wall of righteousness. Well, if there's destruction that's continually going on, and we could we say today there's not a man, a woman of righteousness to build up a wall of righteousness so God destroyed not the land? Well, according to the word of God, that cannot be true. Because... Uh, the moment you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Well, then you say, well, why is there destruction? Well, then I believe this here. The reason there is destruction is not because there is no righteous man or woman. I believe that there's the ignorance of a righteous man and woman of what God has, why he has made them righteous. Did he make you righteous just to save you from not going to hell? Or did he make you righteous uh, that you can begin to pray war and battle and build up a wall of righteousness around you, your family, around your sphere of influence? And if you are a pastor or you are an apostle or a prophet in your area or region, do you and I have not a responsibility to begin to speak, decree, and declare that walls of righteousness will be uh, erected around our uh, sphere of influence uh, or the region that God assigned us to, that God destroyed not the land? You say, well, how, how, how would you do that? Well, then you do it by truth. Uh, 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 Satan respects truth. Satan honors truth. He has to yield to truth. That we said, how that worked? Well, let me give you an illustration of how it worked. So, therefore, we got to ask this question here. Is the word of God a reality? Then, basically, everyone on this uh, uh, with me today will agree that God's word is right and God's word is true. God's word cannot be shifted and God's word cannot be changed. So, what we need to understand is... Uh, if you and I understand 
the word of the Lord and how it worked and began to stand on the word of God, not only for the people but for ourselves, we will begin to see a move of God like we have never seen before. We'll begin to see the supernatural come in place like we have never seen before. Now, let's go to a, a scripture I think will, will help you and I understand what qualifies you and I to um, become intercessors uh, on the behalf of God and the behalf of his kingdom. Now, there's so many things concerning warfare, intercession, and prayer, and uh, even the prophetic hide operate. There's so, there's so many things to this that if we don't understand it, then we, we will easily miss it or we will be manipulated. Now, I want to read a scripture to you, if I can find this, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, out of the Amplified Version, if you will. Notice what the scripture says here uh, in verse 19, uh, the Amplified Version. It was God personally pre present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their transgress their trans trespasses, excuse me, but canceling them and committing to us the message of um, reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. That is powerful all by itself. He have committed to us what? The message of reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. So if I can just take that one uh, scripture right there, I can begin to battle. I can begin to war on the behalf of my family, my region, my community. And how would I do that? By taking the scripture. Now notice what it says. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world. Who? The world. Was it the church? The world. Was it your community? The world. Was it your nation? The world. So you mean to tell me God was personally in Christ reconciling and restoring. Notice it. Reconciling and restoring. Reconciling and restoring. Reconciling and restoring. The world to favor with himself. If someone is in favor with someone, that means they're not going to destroy them. If someone is in favor with someone, that means anything that they have done has been forgiven them. They're in favor. Notice what it says here. It was God personally in Christ rec reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. And how did he do that? Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation of the restoration to favor. So how do I begin to intercede based on that scripture? Well, right there, it already tells me that God was in Christ reconciling man unto himself, not only man to him, but in favor to him. So that means everybody in this region has already been reconciled into favor with the Father, the creator of all things. Humanity was made in the image and the likeness of God. God was in Christ reconciling and restoring. That means every human being has been reconciled and every human being has been restored, but they don't know it. The Bible says the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. 
And so, therefore, as long as men is blinded to the fact that they are restored and reconciled, they're going to continue to walk against God. They're going to continue to be an enemy against God. They're going to continue to sin against God. So, therefore, you and I have a message a reconciliation and a message of restoration to men. So, therefore, who is the author of destruction? Satan comes to steal. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, once again, are you righteous or am I righteous? What qualifies you and I to be able to take this scripture and pray this scripture and war on the behalf of humanity from this particular scripture? Well, let's go to the above verse, verse 18. But all things are from God who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. Are you seeing this, ladies and gentlemen? This thing is powerful. Notice what verse 17 says. Therefore, if any person is Engrafted in Christ, the Messiah. He is a new creation. He's a what? A new creation. A new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. That's what gives me a legal right to be an intercessor. But, but yet I still need to be under the order, the authority, and the government of God. But it qualifies me to be able to intercede for my family, to be able to intercede for the community that God held me in, that I live in. You're not in the community that you live in by accident. God have you there because he wanted a wall of righteousness to be built around that community that he don't have to destroy that community. You say, but it's sin in the community. Drive it out by prayer, intercession, warfare. There are spirits that uses people, like God used people, the devil used people. We got to understand that. So you and I have been made right, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So since I've been made the righteousness of God, then I can build a wall of righteousness. I qualify to build a wall of righteousness. I don't qualify because of fasting to be righteous. I don't qualify by getting to the word to be righteous. I don't qualify because I go to this church or you go to that church to be righteous. No, what makes you righteous is the Father through his son Jesus shedding his blood on Calvary's cross um, and redeeming you and I. So therefore, you and I can't do anything to become righteous. Uh, we accept righteousness. Righteousness is a person. Righteousness is a person. Once again, righteousness is a person. I have righteousness in me, and I am righteous because I have a person that is righteous. I didn't do anything to become righteous. I accept a person who, was, who is righteous, so therefore I became righteous. And now I qualify. Not because of fasting and praying, not because of, uh, of uh, 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 being studious in the word of the Lord. I'm righteous because I received someone who is righteous. Now I can build a wall of righteousness. And my faith and my trust is 
in the one that I receive. And so, therefore, I begin to pray a wall of righteousness uh, around myself, my wife, my children, my destiny, ministry, my areas of responsibility, my sphere of influence, uh, my extended family, my in-laws, the community, the region that God has assigned panorama to. I build up a wall of righteousness. And then God says, I sought for man to build a wall of righteousness, but I found none. But the problem today, God has a lot of men and women of righteousness, but why there's still destruction that is taking place? It's because the men and the women of righteousness is ignorant. My people is destroyed for lack of knowledge. And so, therefore, if you ask the average person, get them off guard, get them off guard, and ask them, are you righteous? They will hesitate. Some will hesitate and say yes, and some will hesitate and say absolutely no. And the reason, the, the first thing going to hit their mind was the last sin that they committed, the last argument they, they got into with their spouse, the last confrontation that got, they got into with their children, the last thing that transpired with them with their boss, the last time they did, they, they did something that was offensive to God. That's the first thing, and they're going to say, no, I am not righteous. Righteousness have nothing to do with what you have committed. Righteousness have everything to do with who you have received. Yet, at the same time, if you do sin, you have to ask God to forgive you. And he's faithful just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all, not some, all unrighteousness. Cleanse you for how many? All unrighteousness. You say, but preacher, sometimes I don't feel like I'm unrighteous. Righteousness have absolutely nothing to do with your feelings. And that is the, probably the greatest enemy of Christians' progression in the body of Christ is their feelings and their emotions. Faith and love have nothing to do with feelings and emotions. Faith and love have everything to do with the act of one's will. Nothing to do with your emotions. Nothing to do with your feelings. Faith and God have everything to do with what is a fact. What is a fact? When God says something, it is a fact. Now faith is, not faith going to be. Faith is always now, and faith is always is, not going to be. You are righteous right now, not because of you are perfect, because you have received a perfect one. Not because you never committed sin, because you received him who have never committed sin. So this must become a reality to you, not a Bible study, but it must become a reality to you. Now I can begin to build up a wall of righteousness around my sphere of influence. And how do you do that? First of all, when you begin to see that which is contrary to righteousness that's trying to uh, uh, penetrate and try to establish itself, you don't receive that. I take authority over every work of darkness that's been assigned to me, my wife, my children, uh, uh, my sphere of influence, which is Panorama, Doma, the pastoral line, uh, uh, my covenant relationships, uh, uh, the region of South Florida that God has me in, the community that I live in, every man, woman, boy, and girl in the community that I live in. Lord, I take authority over the spirit of blindness and deception, self-deception and ignorance. I break your dominion and I break your influence. I command you to loose the minds, the wheels, the conscious, the subconscious state, the memory faculties, reasoning faculties, thought, life, imagination, emotion, affection, and intellect. Loose them and let them go now in Jesus' mighty name. 
Lord, I release right now the light and the life of Christ that it will increase experientially in all of those that's upon them, my sphere of influence and my authority. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you for ministering Christ to them in Jesus' name. Satan, you cannot have them. Why he can't have them? Because they have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. They have the purchased possession of Almighty God. We just finished reading, it was God in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. So therefore, they have been reconciled. They just don't know it. They've been reconciled and restored. They don't know it. But if they die, would they go to hell? Yes. Because they rejected him who will reconcile them. <laughs> they have rejected him who have restored them. Christ is um, the essence of all men's restoration and reconciliation. So therefore, it's our job to pray for them. Even though, even though they may have not accepted Jesus, they still belong to Jesus. He didn't die for the church. He died for the sin of the world, the sin of the world, the sin of the world. He died for every man, woman, boy, and girl upon the face of this earth. They legally belong to him. The Bible said Christ died for all. He didn't die for the church. Christ died for all. Then all is dead, according to the word of the Lord. So therefore, since Christ died for all, all is dead, then that means all that he died for belongs to him. And so therefore, now they must come to the knowledge that they belong to him so they can receive him. So therefore, you can begin to speak and decree and declare God, you cannot destroy the land. God said, why not? Because, Father, you was in Christ, and you have reconciled <coughs> South Florida unto yourself. You have restored South Florida unto yourself. And, Father, we thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus uh, that cleanses and washes and purges from all unrighteousness. Lord, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, um, we pray that a wall of uh, protection will begin to be risen up um, all around South Florida. And we pray, Lord God, on the east coast of Florida, the west coast of Florida, this is the area that you've assigned me to. So therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for your wall of righteousness being erected even now in the name of Jesus. And we bring, call down the judgment of the forces of darkness. We call down the judgment of God upon sin. Why? Because sin have no right. Why don't have a right? Because Jesus defeated sin in the flesh according to Romans chapter 8 verse 3. Sin, you have no right. We take authority over sin. We take authority over death. We take authority over the grave. You have no right. We cancel your assignment. How can you cancel my assignment? By the blood of the cross. The blood of the cross paralyzes you. The blood of the cross neutralizes you. The blood of the cross puts you to death. So therefore, you have no right to us. And we have no right to you. We have Christ. And because we belong to Christ, we have crucified the flesh with his lust and his passions. This is how you war. This is how you war. You're speaking righteousness. You're speaking the word of God. God's going to honor his word, and the devil got to honor the word of the Lord. He got to loose his grip in his head. Lord, extend your loving kindness. Lord, extend your tender mercies. Lord, send revival to South Florida. That people's eyes will be open to the truth. That men, oh God, hearts will be drawn to Christ. Lord, draw by your spirit. Lord, draw by your anointing. Let your anointing eradicate and annihilate every satanic, demonic, and fleshly yoke. 
that is on the people, every vice that is on the people, we break it now in Jesus' mighty name. These people belong to you, Father. These people have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. These people have been reconciled and and restored in harmony and favor with you, sir. Therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank and we praise for your hand, O oh God, been withheld from destroying because of sin. Your son has conquered sin. Your son has conquered Satan. Your son has conquered, O oh God, principalities and powers. You have no right to operate in this community. You have no right to operate in this region. Why have no right? Because the heaven has canceled its right. How did the heaven cancel Satan's right? By Jesus defeating Satan on Calvary's cross and rising the third day. He rose with all authority in heaven and in earth. Where? In heaven and in earth. That means Satan has no right to do what he's doing. Because all authority has been given to Jesus in heaven and in earth. That means if there's destruction, that enemy does not have a right to destroy. What the enemy does, he manipulates and he propagates the ignorance of the church. He propagates the ignorance of the church. Well, what, what do you mean? When the church stand by, stand by and allow things to happen, he's going to go forth because we gave him authority to go forth. Whatever you bind on earth must be whatever is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is what's already been loosed in heaven. That's my responsibility and your responsibility to bind what the heavens has already bound, to loose what the heaven has loosed. So therefore, in my community, I must ask myself this question. Is there, is, is there any theft in, in heaven? No, then it should not be any theft here. Now, the reason I'm bringing that out, we just discovered a, 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 a next-door neighbor that's gone out of the country, and uh, uh, we're kind of looking at his house, uh, watching it. Uh, we live in a gated community. Just discover I was leaving uh, a couple of days ago, and someone broke in my neighbor's house in the back back there. The, uh, the exterminator was, I was leaving, and he stopped me and said, do you know Mr. So-and-so, his house been broken? I said, what? No. And I went back there and saw that uh, they broke the uh, 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 door, the glass door. And to make a long story short, uh, I ended up calling uh, the door people, and I paid for it. That's what neighbors do. And he come back in the country, and, and he will reimburse me. If he don't, doesn't matter. Doing the right thing. But I'm sure he will doing the right thing. But I'm going so in. Since I know someone broke in his house, that means that I have a responsibility to, uh, to begin the war against theft. Now, uh, and uh, uh, Why? Because uh, I live in this neighborhood. God have me in this neighborhood. That lets me know that there's a spirit of theft from that has been released in this neighborhood. So therefore, I take authority over the spirit of theft in this neighborhood in Jesus' name, and they call it B&E, breaking and entry. We take authority over that spirit that comes to break into people's property, to violate people's property. We come against the spirit of violation. I take authority over you. I bind you, rebuke you, cast you down, cut you off, cast you forth. Even now, in Jesus' name, I render you inoperative and active and effective in the name of the Lord Jesus there will be no more theft in this community. I drive you out by the finger of God, even now in the name of Jesus. As it is in heaven, so shall it be in this community. What is in this heaven? There is no theft in heaven, so therefore there is no theft in this community. I forbid it to function. The heavens forbid theft because there is no theft in heaven, so I forbid it in my community. I forbid it in my region. But do we qualify? How do you qualify? 
Number one, you've already been put in the position of righteousness. What disqualifies us? Unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, anger, revenge, what, 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 pride. These things disqualifies us. And maybe I shouldn't even use the word disqualify, but these things, these are the kind of things that will block the Holy Spirit from manifesting what you and I qualify for. It blocks the Holy Spirit from building a wall of righteousness. These things. I must not allow these things. Why? Because these things contaminate my heart. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Out of it flows a wall of righteousness that can be erected out of my heart. So I must guard my heart. You must be willing to forgive every person that has hurt you, wounded you, lied on you. And you must be quick to, uh, to repent of every sin that you have ever committed and, and begin to confess who you are. God don't see you as a failure. God doesn't see you as a mistake. God don't, don't look at men that way. You may see yourself as a mistake. God don't see you that way. So you qualify when you and I stand on the unadulterated, infallible word of the living God. That's how you and I qualify. Once again... Uh, uh, we're down to, I think, about, um, we've got about 10 minutes before the, the first hour. But if you are online, we see several people has logged in and on the phone. Then we, if you called in for prayer, I need you um, to, uh, uh, um, uh, I think you have to press 1, those that's called in. and uh, But those that's on, in chat, you need to go ahead and, Put your personal information in there, and we'll assign someone to speak into your life, uh, those that's online for uh, uh, a word from the Lord uh, today. And so if we don't have anyone that desire prophetic utterance uh, uh, by 1 o'clock, then we will not go to 2 o'clock. We'll just stay with the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, this is our first Saturday, and uh, we'll believe in God that uh, uh, we'll be able to impact your life before um, today is over with. We're looking at raising up 300 prophetic voices uh, just inside Florida. That's our goal. But once again, um, here coming, going back to intercession, how this thing works, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you and I should be just stopping all destruction because you and I have been made righteous. We've been made righteous. Now let the Holy Spirit lead us to the manifestation of that righteousness by protecting and shielding. So whatever is going on in your community and you know about it, you have a, a spiritual responsibility and obligation to uh, dismantle uh, the spirit. Always understand, what manifests is, is a revelation of what's going on in the realm of the spirit. That's what you need to understand. That's how, that's how you, you, you know what spirits you need to deal with, what is manifesting in the region, what is manifesting in the community. Whatever is manifesting gives you a clue what is happening in the realm of the spirit. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. A spirit is one that has been assigned to a geographical location. A power, notice it, principalities and powers. The powers is what blankets that area. The powers is what's causing the manifestation. The powers is up under the prince spirit. And, and that'll let you know what kind of prince spirit that governs that region by what the power is manifesting in that region. That power may be manifesting addictions, uh, uh, prostitution, drug trafficking. Uh, uh, it may be uh, uh, 
family uh, dysfunctions, uh, uh, divorces, whatever the powers is that is influencing the people, you'll see it manifest through the people. So that's how you, you're able to kind of discern what your warfare is all about. So therefore, then, the, then being a ma- uh, intercessor or a man, a woman of righteousness that's under authority, a man and woman of righteousness under authority, <clears throat> then we need to understand that we can battle in war, and it's our responsibility for to advance the kingdom of God in that geographical location or your community. You got to understand your spirit, also your spirit of uh, of authority, and that's vital. Uh, when we begin to understand spiritual warfare as well. So many people take uh, on things that they have not been assigned, they don't even qualify for. So uh, you, they go beyond their measure, and they experience satanic backlashes, and they don't understand why am I experiencing uh, this and experiencing that. It's just so much foolishness that's going on in the body of Christ that I see us also when it comes down to intercession and spiritual warfare. People read a lot. There's a lot of uh, uh, information that people is, has been made available to. Uh, and they start doing things, initiating things. Only people that can initiate anything is the authority, a person that is an authority. They initiate. And so, therefore, if you're not an authority, you can initiate absolutely nothing. But everybody is an authority, a personal authority to yourself. So you can always initiate uh, warfare over the enemy that personally challenges you. So you are responsible for you. You are responsible for taking authority over unforgiveness and resentment and taking authority over anger, taking authority over envy and strife and jealousy, taking authority over lying demons, taking authority over rebellion. If I know I'm rebellious, if I know I'm challenged with lying, it's my responsibility to take authority over the forces you have no right to me. I belong to the Most High God. When you have quali- when you have t- taken authority over the works of darkness that challenges you and you are successful, then you qualify to go beyond yourself. <laughs> you got to understand how it works. It's all preparation. And so, therefore, uh, sometimes we initiate things that God has not assigned us to initiate. And because you have a dream, because you have a vision, because uh, you say you heard the voice of the Lord, uh, God is a God of kingdom order. God is a God of order. Once again, God is a God of order. God does not do anything outside of uh, the government that governs a thing. So it's just like you working on a job and you had a dream about your job, but you work in a certain area and you go into another area of responsibility that you have not been assigned to and say, you know, I have a dream. I work on this job. So I work on this job. I belong to this company. Yeah, but you own that job. You know what your sphere of authority is. You know what your measure is. And you know if you go beyond your measure, you're going to get fired. So is it possible that some people in the kingdom of God has been fired and Satan understands a government greater than you do and understand order greater than you do? So let me manipulate you to get you come against the order of God for your life so you can be fired or so you can uh, uh, be canceled or you can be set on a shelf until you acknowledge that the mistake and the error that you made and repent of it. And get back right with God so God can continue to use you in the earth realm. Oh, he's great at what he, do, what he does, ladies and gentlemen. He is a master at what he does. But I see so many people leading other people into destruction. And usually people that join uh, forces with other people out of order have a renegade spirit. They have problems with authority. 
And so many individuals have problems and issues with authority. They don't want to be subject to authority. They want to be an authority. And all of that is a, a, a satanic spirit. That's what got Satan kicked out of heaven. Everybody's not called to be an authority. Everybody's not called to be a leader. I mean, think about it. Your head is not, isn't bigger than your body. Your body is bigger than your head. Your, your body has more parts than your head have. But your head is what governs. Your head is what makes decisions. But yet your head is not bigger than your body. So do you not think it will be the same way in the body of Christ? That we're going to have less leaders, less authorities than the body, but everybody wants to be an authority. Everybody wants to be a leader. You know why? Because they have absolutely no clue to responsibility. They have absolutely no clue to warfare. They have absolutely no clue the assignment that a leader must execute on the behalf of the one that made them a leader. When you do spiritual warfare, you never do spiritual warfare for yourself. Just like no one that is enlisted in the army initiate a war. It is the authority that initiate wars. Nobody can initiate a war. So is it possible that you initiating wars that God had not assigned you to initiate, but you operate out of your feelings and your emotions and say, I'm going to take authority over this. I'm going to take authority over that. You don't see that happening with Jesus. Jesus did not go healing everybody he saw. But when the people came to him, they received a miracle. Because when they came, it's a revelation that they had faith. Jesus lived up under the authority of the Father, under the Father. And God has given, if you listen to yesterday's broadcast, we attempted to talk about the government of God. And uh, it's very important uh, that we understand that uh, government is the key to everyone's success because government has everything to do with order. When there's no government, there's chaos. And when there's chaos, there's every work of darkness. That is an operation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming, uh, winding down to the first hour uh, at this time. I don't see uh, uh, anyone. I, I see quite a few people in the chat, but I, uh, unless I'm looking at this thing wrong. Uh, but there's no one that has uh, um, uh, given the information for, uh, for prophetic utterance. And at 1 o'clock, uh, 2 o'clock, at 1 o'clock, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, close down uh, the first hour. Uh, we pray that you got something from, uh, and and maybe once again, maybe you are chatting and I don't know about it, and uh, but I just don't see it in this uh, chat room here. But once again, uh, our call-in number uh, is um, area code eight seven seven. This is the uh, toll-free number. Uh, 877-537-3321. And our guest call in, uh, those that would like to have questions, which uh, time base is up now, uh, area code 347-237-5493. And the reason we extended to two hours is because of those that wanted prayer. They wanted someone to break through on their behalf. That's what intercession is about. It's taking authority over the manipulation of the powers of darkness and building up the hedge of righteousness around you, letting the enemy know he has absolutely no right to you. Enemy, the enemy always uh, responds uh, 
to uh, truth, always respond to truth. That's his job is to respond to truth. So, therefore, you and I speak truth. We battle and war with truth. That's how we flow. He got to back up. He got to respond. That's why the devil always responded to Jesus, always responded to Jesus. So, therefore, uh, um, yep, uh, time is up. We pray that you got something. Once again, uh, um, I see quite a few people in, but I see nothing uh, in there, and maybe uh, to get what I take technical man, and maybe I'm looking at something wrong here. Uh, but every Saturday will be intercession, warfare, and we're raising up prophetic uh, teams to be able to speak into your life. Once again, this has been Dr. E.J. McKenzie with uh, the Master Key. Uh, I love intercession. I love warfare. I love teaching on it because that's who I am. Uh, uh, God has graced me to withstand and to go through so many things to process me to be a warrior on his behalf. I was on a, a broadcast last night, and uh, and they asked me to teach on the, share on the office of the prophet. And I shared this right here. I believe there is nobody that is an apostle or prophet. In person, I believe all fivefold ministry gifts, that is not an intercessor. Uh, the, the head, we are authorities. We mediate on the behalf of God and the earth realm. So, therefore, we have the authority and the power to stop destruction in the earth and build up walls of righteousness. So let's begin to build those walls up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get ourselves in divine alignment. If you're out of alignment and if you have been challenged with a renegade spirit, then let's, all we got to do is repent. Ask God to forgive us. Let's get it right. Let's get back in alignment. And so once you get in alignment, get yourself up under proper authority so you can execute the heart and the mind of God and so that you don't bring other people in destruction by yourself initiating things and bringing people into things that's going to cause a setback for them. And all those people that is, that's part of things, do your pastor know and has sanctioned you to battle in the realm of the spirit? Or do they know the details? Do they know the ins and outs? And then even your leader, all leaders need to be in relationship with leaders. All leaders need to be in relationship with, uh, with apostles and prophets. And apostles and prophets need to be in relationship with evangelists and pastors and teachers. The fivefold ministry gifts need to be in relationship with one another to balance each other out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time that God is stirring. Let's get things in kingdom order. That the supernatural can flow in you and the supernatural can flow through you. This is the time for you and I to advance the kingdom of God. This is our due season. This is our set time. This is our hour. Well, until next uh, uh, Saturday, uh, we look forward to being back with you. If, uh, if there's been some technical situation that I'm not aware of, I definitely will come back uh, uh, next week and make the adjustments. As a matter of fact, if there's something I'm, I'm overlooking here, once again, this is new to me, so I'm, I'm learning, learning all the technical aspects of this, uh, this radio station here. Um, but we're, we're ready to speak into your life. We're ready to speak the heart of the mind of God to you. So, therefore, uh, uh, we will be back on next week. But once again, it will be for two hours. But if we don't have uh, 
the volume that we're looking for, it'll be an hour as it extend to grow. We'll extend to two hours. But once again, we have prophetic voices that was ready today to speak into your life, but I don't see it here in the uh, chat room here. Um uh, your information, but we're going. We're going to be putting some information on the website for you to be able to uh, those that want prophetic uh, uh, presbytery to be spe- uh, sp- uh, to speak into your life. We're going to uh, try to put something on the website this week, so we won't have to waste time uh, uh, on the radio station here program. We will already have that information. We'll already be able to sign people to you, and they will be calling you. They'll they'll be recording your prophetic word, and they'll be sending that to you by way of email or hard copy, and we will always keep one on record for ourselves. I personally believe that every prophetic word should be judged. Every prophetic word should be judged, and that is probably one of the problems in the body of Christ that so many people have went astray because uh, we want to prophesy, but we are afraid to allow people to judge our word. And so, so uh, we do, we do that. We encourage you to the words that we speak into your life and over your life. We encourage you uh, to uh, submit it to your authorities for judgment purposes. Why? Because a word could be accurate, but it may not be the timing and the season for that word to manifest in your life. If your pastor is close to you and you're close to your pastor, your pastor would have a greater level of insight into your life uh, than the one that is speaking into your life. So uh, kingdom order is vital. Doing things in an orderly manner is vital. So we're not here uh, to try to influence anyone outside of the order of God for your life. We're here to encourage you to to stand in order, to stay in order with your authorities. That's the only way you're going to be successful. That's the only way that you're going to succeed by you accepting who the Lord God has placed in your life. So we always encourage people to continue to submit to the authorities that God has placed in your life. Everybody, every authority needs an authority. And so, but we do have so many renegades, even renegades, some of us leaders as renegades. We don't want to submit to anyone. And so, therefore, we do submit to someone. We want to submit to someone that's not going to speak into our lives. So you will never grow, and you will never enhance, and you will never be able to move in great authority and move in great power. And you will never become the woman of God and the man of God that God has ordained upon and anointed to be because you're afraid of processing. And if anyone has ever been elevated to a position of authority, I was sharing this with my wife uh, today. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, Bishop Hammond had made a statement when he was here Sunday, and uh, he had made a statement that about Saul and about David, and how uh, Saul uh, uh, was raised up, uh, but David was processed. I said, I "Told her, I said, Lord showed it to me this way. I said, notice the word of the Lord. I know I'm going over my hour here. Uh, the word of the Lord says uh, – that uh, when Samuel spoke prophetically into Saul's life, said, you're going to meet a company of prophets, and they're going to be prophesying. You're going to prophesy, and you're going to be turned into another man. But the Lord showed it to me this way. Saul was turned into another man when he met the company of prophets. So Saul was turned into a new man, but David was processed into a new man. But notice, David that was processed into a new man his ministry sustained even till to this, to this day. But Saul was turned into another man without processing. If you was turned into another man, then you can digress right back into the man that you was before you were turned into a new man. And therefore, his kingdom was taken away from him. So therefore, never escape 
the processing of God. If you are a legitimate intercessor, it is impossible for you to be a legitimate, I want to use the word legitimate, but a mature intercessor without God processing you. You must go through the processing. The purpose of the processing is to get you and I to come to the end of ourselves, that there's absolutely nothing but Christ that you and I are dependent on. And that's how you're able to wield in the realm of the spirit. And that's how you're not able that's how you're not moved by what you see, hear, smell, taste, and feel because you've been processed. Processed from the flesh, processed from this realm, but into the realm of God. It is vital that we understand that. And I shared something with I I've said this several times over the last broadcast. I made this statement to our bishop when he was here. I will never submit myself to anyone that could not speak into my life, that could not bring correction to me. Because that's safety. That is safety. And I welcome Matter of fact, when he left here, I texted him, if you saw anything while you was here that I can make adjustments, uh, that I need correcting, I texted him and said, I welcome the correction. I'm not afraid of correction. I welcome it because from my perspective, it is love. It is love. Now, we can talk the talk, but, but it's another thing to walk the walk. I welcome it. And so I did welcome it from him, and so I was open to him uh, for it. So uh, because I want to be the man of God that God has ordained, appointed, and anointed me to be. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, since I do not have anyone, and I see quite a few people in the chat, but I see nothing here. And if you, if it's there, and uh, we can retrieve it, I would do it, and I will assign someone to you. Before next Saturday to speak into your life prophetically, like I said, I'm still feeling my way with the chat thing here, uh, but we do have people that's online, uh, but no one has called in, had any questions concerning uh, intercession, any questions concerning warfare, or called in for prayer. Saturday is a prayer line, as a prayer and prophetic line. So I want you to tell your friends, your neighbors, your uh, parents, your brothers, sisters, nephews, nieces, uncles, aunts, uh, tell people about the Saturday prayer and uh, um, prophetic prayer line. I'm going to be incorporating other pastors that I'm in a relationship with. I'm going to be having them joining us as well, even those that don't have a prayer line. We have two prayer lines, a Monday a pastor's line and a uh, Wednesday's pastor line. If there's any pastors that are listening to us that you want to join forces with us to do battle the realm of the spirit to advance the kingdom of God on Monday morning and uh, Wednesday morning, that's very early. Uh, we do it at 4.50. It's not even very early compared to my wife. My wife has a prayer line that she meet with a, a, a group of pastors' wives. Uh, they meet at 3.30 a.m. in the morning. Yes, I did say that right, 3.30. You know if somebody gets them at 3.30, they mean business. And somebody getting up at 4.50, be on the line, they mean business as well. But 3.30, you definitely mean business. You definitely serious. So if there's any other pastor's wives uh, uh, that is listening, uh, those maybe listening that you know this would be good for your pastor, then you can always call up administrative office. You can go to our website, uh, ejmpcc.com, and you can get the information that you need. Uh, our number is there. You can call my wife and uh, let them know that you're interested in being a part of the pastor's uh, 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 wise prayer line. And uh, it, it'll be a blessing uh, uh, to you. So um, until uh, next Saturday, 12 noon. So, uh, But once again, if we do see uh, uh, your chat in here, 
and we had, uh, and I can't see it, uh, someone will be assigned to you. If not myself or my wife, depends on the volume, and we will get back with you, and uh, we'll let you know the protocol of speaking into your life. And once again, we record all prophetic words, and we will email those to you or send those out to you in the mail. God bless you. Appreciate you. And let's look, I look forward to being with you on next Saturday to do battle on your behalf. And we'll be gathering all these pastors together, and we're going to break through on your behalf. And uh, we'll start it off with myself, my wife, and our uh, uh, prof, uh, uh, intercessors that we have that has been trained in this house. And then we'll start adding other uh, leaders and other leaders, intercessors. Uh, uh, and so we'll, it'll become a great force uh, in the earth realm. God bless you. Love you. Look forward to being with you on Monday. Now, we're going to be changing the Monday time to the night instead of uh, um, 1 p.m. because of so many people. Uh, we have had um, close to 2,000 people that has connected with us in these three weeks. And I was shocked there was that many people that's connected with us in, the, in, in, in three weeks. But the majority of people go through the archives because they're at work. So we're going to do Monday and Tuesday at nights. And Wednesday, Captain, we may even change, and we can't do that on nights because Wednesday is our Bible study. But uh, but I will be doing Mondays and Tuesdays and Fridays, and Captain will be doing Wednesday with me, and we'll be doing the marriage thing together. And on Thursday, she would do her program, and Friday will be back with you. And Saturday, we'll have the prophetic teams and the intercessors here to be with you on next week. So once again, uh, uh, our uh, guest call-in, um, if you have a, ever want uh, have a question to ask, uh, we have a 1-800 number, which is 877-537-3321. That's for calling in for questions. If you want to just call in and just be on the line, the area code call-in number is area code 347-237-5493. Of course, if you want to get on uh, the chat and, and, and dialogue with us, have any questions, you can um, ask a question in chat, and we'll answer it online, uh, EJM. Uh, what now? BlockTalkRadio.com uh, forward slash EJMPCC. Love you guys. Appreciate you. I pray that you uh, receive something from being with us on today. So look forward to being with you on Monday. God bless. <laughs>